I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know either. I just watched a Naruto, and and it's I don't even have anything against like, um, like shonen or shoujo or like any genres or anything like that. Like I just watched a Naruto movie. I I do. Anisa. I do. You do. Let, let the record show. I the hate shonen anime. <laughs> goes welcome to episode 80 of the laser cone podcast the show where we comb through random episodes of classic tv with a fine tooth laser i am as always christopher siege one of your hosts and i am sometimes neo cal your other host sometimes yes as always christopher siege only sometimes neo cal the the ever elusive neo cal himself how long can i milk being new cal like it's like new pepsi (laughs) <laughs> how long can i milk that before i just have to drop the neo and then uh i mean you could go through like the all the naming conventions of uh pepsi like classic pepsi flavors you can be you can be cal max you can be crystal cal okay so after neo cal like 2024 i should be crystal cal like crystal yeah. clear crystal yeah. cal and then um when that runs its course i'll be uh max cal yeah yeah max cal and you can um uh, uh dual wield pistols and put like a like slightly too long like leather coat on why are you even wearing a leather coat unless it's slightly too long <laughs> <laughs> i always found max Payne's uh coat interesting because it's not a trench coat but it's like it's definitely like longer than just a regular coat it's it's below waist length Oh, you're right. It's like a, yeah, what pro- is that? There's probably a name for that kind of coat, but I don't know what it is. Very fashionable, but it's not quite a trench coat. Yeah. But it's longer than a blazer. A Max hmm. Payne coat? A Max Payne coat. Maximum pain. Oh, I'm send- sending you something that I'm giving you the choice that I was not given uh, myself. Uh-oh. What you do with this information is up to you, but I just had to share the stock footage of uh... (laughs) (laughs) Vampire Freaks. There's a website I haven't heard of in like a decade. Scorch Leather Trench Coat. Hey, it's only 200 bucks. I guess that's That's what I was thinking. 200 US, probably thin leather. Or like, yeah, leather. Like it's gonna like react to your body oil and like rain and shit and like ple- you know how pleather like starts to flake away and there's like nothing you could do. Yeah, yeah. I throw it away. I had a uh, pleather trench coat when I was a teenager. It was Highlander branded, actually. Oh. It even said Highlander on the tag. Red. Um, remember that my Leon Kennedy like gray and black, uh, pleather like jacket I was rocking for a few years. No, I don't actually. Yeah, you would always point out, you're like, Leon Kennedy. And uh, 
the back all started to like just flake away and I couldn't wear it without like being like, oh, I'm picking off like little specks for like the rest of the day. And I was like, oh, it's time to toss you into the trash. So long, gay Bowser. Speaking of gay Bowser. Speaking of gay Bowser, this week on the uh, Lasercomb podcast, uh, this is a siege pick. It's a siege pick. Taking a quick break from uh, from Patreon sponsored shows to uh, talk about something that I've wanted to review for a long time. And what it is, is a show called UFO Robot Grendizer. So I'm going to uh I'm going to explain how 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 this came about. So in 1980, the Grendizer is from like the mid to late 70s, I believe. But in 1980, uh on US TV, there was a programming block called Force 5. It was five an- different animes that and I believe each one aired like a different one aired each day on weekdays like after school okay okay and they were uh very basically they were uh japanese animes that were had were taken rewritten and dubbed and re-edited using footage from various different episodes and so force five uh consisted of uh guy king which was an adaptation of dino mecha guy king I have a friend that that was his choice. I have a high school friend and college yeah. friend that he was he's a big Guy King fan. Another one was uh, Force Five Dawn Guard Ace, which is an adaptation of Planetary Robot Dawn Guard Ace. Uh, oh, thanks for clearing that up. I know. <laughs> uh, Force Five Star Avengers, which was an adaptation of Getter Robo G. Uh, Force Five Space Kateers. Uh, which is a adaptation of sci-fi West Saga Star Zinger. Star Zinger. Yeah. <laughs> and finally, Force 5 Grandizer, which is a adaptation of UFO Robot Grandizer. Now, I've forgotten everything you've just said. <laughs> now, I obviously... So a whole was, bunch of recycled old anime. whole bunch of recycled and repurposed like old anime from the 70s that aired uh for one tv season in 1980 (laughs) which so i 
obviously I wasn't alive in 1980, so I didn't like grow up watching this Force 5 programming block. But when I was around five, four or five years old, so we're talking like 35 years ago now, I remember getting a uh, Betamax tape of Starvengers, Getter Robo G, and Grandizer. UFO robot grandizer. And I used to watch oh, the we're living... going back. You got a Betamax tape. I, of... I know. I used to watch the living shit out of these when I was a little kid. I'll probably want to do Getter Robo G at some point too. Yeah, so it's this like uh so uh Betamax was already like a dead format at that point, but like it still was pretty common because I think Betamax had only died out as a format like a couple of years earlier prior to that so it was still right, pretty yeah. common to find like betamax tapes in like bargain bins at video stores video stores or even um like pawn shops or whatever yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah i got uh betamax tapes of grandizer and starvengers and indeed i even had uh i had a couple of grandizer toys too that i had found at yard sales which i didn't were things that I saw that specifically sought out, but I'm like, hey, it's Grandizer. Mom, buy oh, really? this for me. Yeah. yeah. I had a couple of Grandizer toys. Yeah, I was uh born later in the in the eighties, and uh, I never saw I, I completely missed out on the uh the Betamax. And the Grandizer train. So this was literally the first anime I've ever seen. Oh shit! Yeah, it's it's fifty fifty between this and uh, Starvengers, but uh, Grandizer I tended to watch more often than Starvengers, so I'm just saying going with Grandizer. Grandizer was the first anime that I ever watched. I couldn't even tell you the first. Oh, that that's a deep dive. Uh, I'm wondering if I have just a terrible memory of my youth because my youth was terrible. And there's massive gaps in it, or just nothing was interesting, or just maybe like trauma blocking. I I don't know, but like, man, I barely remember anything Pat before I was ten, let alone the first anime I watched. <laughs> first anime, I it probably no no no. The first like Pokemon was much later. I liked Monster Ranchers, but that followed the coattails of that show. I think like Digimon and like. Monster Ranchers, that all came after Pokemon, right? He, not too long. And after, that was like mainstream. Yeah. And then there's Dragon Ball. But like, again, just random TV stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I couldn't place mine. Hmm. I don't think so. But yeah, it's cool that you actually remember your first anime and it was like given to you on this archaic <laughs> form of a video display. Yeah. Yeah, I, I I've always had like a weird memory for like things like that. Yeah, you you've always had like a really good memory uh, for dates too. Yeah, yeah, not not me. Someone's like, "Oh, when did you meet this person?" And I'm like, "I don't know, three to six years ago." Like, what? <laughs> six to nine years ago. <laughs> six to nine years ago. Nice. So yeah, uh, the version of uh, Grandizer we're watching isn't the Force 5 version, uh, just because I couldn't track that down. But uh, we're watching the original uh, UFO robot Grandizer, the original uh, Japanese version. 
And the episode, no remix. The the nice. episode that we landed on was episode four, which originally aired on October twenty sixth of nineteen seventy five. Young blood, burning crimson, is the name of the episode. Young blood, burning crimson. Young blood, burning crimson. I've As- discovered that the names of the episodes have nothing to do with what is <laughs> happening in the episode. Nope. That's a good way to start the review off, folks. So, yeah, uh, on that note, um, <laughs> folks. Don't, don't say it. Sometimes don't nostalgia say- lets you down. I'm just going to say that. It happened to me, <laughs> and it can happen to you. It happened um, to me, and it'll happen to you. Yeah, I bit that bullet real hard when uh, the, the I, I had some super bitter member berries uh when we uh when we watched um i don't think it was my pick though but it was definitely going to be my pick when we watched um tripping the rift tripping the rift it was a patreon pick but it was a show that you had talked about wanting to do repeatedly and uh i think that was much worse than what this show is to you but i'm Probably. Maybe yeah. it's a bad maybe maybe I'm getting ahead of myself here. <laughs> See, tripping the rift was just I found offensively terrible. This show, on the other hand, it's it wasn't bad. Even funny. Yeah, yeah. Th- this show, on the other hand, is bad, but it's bad in like almost amusing ways. It's bad in the like the painfully the painful awareness that they had no budget. Kind of like bad. The 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 bad and the did was every five minutes of this directed by a completely different person <laughs> who didn't see the previous five minutes of the episode because <laughs> there are well we'll get into it but like the leaps of logic that you need to take in order to make the episode make sense are i um i don't know <laughs> uh, y- y- yeah and in that sense, it almost touches the so bad it's it's good. Almost. O- almost. O- almost. Uh, but unfortunately, there's no self-awareness. No. That, that uh, makes it cross that line. So the episode opens with uh, an old man up in a water Old tower. man yelling at clouds. Oh, literally yelling literally. at clouds. <laughs> talking about how it's his mission to get the attention of all the flying UFOs out there. So right away, as someone who's not seen the show, I'm like, okay, so there's, there's a crazy conspiracist <laughs> living on a farm screaming at the sky. And every once in a while, he actually does see aliens. And they're like, okay, old man Peterson, put down the booze. Um, and the scene goes on just way too long. It does, yeah. It's He's just yelling back and forth to the point where he's waking up everyone else on the farm. And, uh, well... Indeed, uh, his daughter and her little brother. I'm guessing it's his daughter. I don't know. I yeah, I was like, who are these people? Yeah, um, they end up having to, to. It's good that they woke up because they end up having to go to school, and because a school bus uh, pulls up and the door opens, and the guy, the bus driver, is like, "Hey, get in. We're we we gotta go." And I shit get in, you losers. Not. We're going to school. Yeah, and I shit you not. <laughs> As soon as they go into the bus, it cuts the camera, the shot cuts to inside the bus to a completely different bus driver. 
which I did not catch. <laughs> but one thing I caught is they don't have the, I understand the budget for extra cells in animation is astronomical. Um, there's no one else on the bus. Yeah. Which, if you've gone to school in rural places, is actually pretty normal. Mm. There were like four people on my bus when I went to school when I lived in Farmlandia, which I think, the, yeah, when I lived outside of Rosedale or whatever. Random. A place named Rosedale sounds like a, yeah, it is random. <laughs> a place named Rosedale just sounds like a, a, a hell of a good time. Or a place where the zombie outbreak happens. Or both. Yeah, or both. So, but yeah, speaking, uh, the kids get on this uh, this bus, different driver in each scene. And um, what's going on here? Uh, oh, we cut to my favorite uh, racial uh, stereotype. It- yes. So we, we have uh, some like dude who is apparently lives in the farm like next to theirs, uh, who is a total like racial caricature of uh character there we go yeah yeah of like a mexican stereotype and at first i was like am i wrong or is he wearing a poncho he has like he has like bad like patchy like facial hair and he has a sombrero on like attached to his like back so for whatever reason whatever country they're in which i thought would have been japan but i i guess not there's a really bad racial caricature of a Mexican neighbor who is lamenting that he missed the bus because he wanted to follow the, the girl, the, the, the teenage girl to, who was presumably going to high school, going to some sort of school. Yeah. Because like the, the boys like young, young, like elementary school and she's not quite a, whatever they're going to school and he, he missed the bus. And I'm like, why does this 40 year old man, does he go to school i don't weird place to jump in doesn't def- but anyways as he he's going to take a shortcut by like trespassing um i guess he can't see because there's just a a hole dug in the ground as he hops the fence and he falls in this it, into this pit which into this it, pit with water which it turns out was a trap actually laid by the old man because he didn't want him cutting through his property and then the the shot zooms out and there's no other holes and it's very clear that by the way the, this fence is just like a log fence mm-hmm. like it's waist high he could have seen seen the the pit but he but he didn't and so he jumped into it and um who helps him out doesn't somebody help him out of the pit uh yeah there so there's duke the alien guy who yeah i didn't I, even know he was an alien until later on in the episode uh if i recall correctly in the force 5 version that i had on beta betamax when i was a little kid his name was johnny that's a more classic american name yes but uh, uh here his name is duke that's a uh, very i'm an alien and i need to choose a name for myself name. <laughs> Uh, so there's Duke and then I don't know there's some dude in a blue suit who's not an alien but he also Working has on the farm who but he also has a, his own UFO Koji Ko- Koji yeah yeah um but his is like made in a cave with spare parts like his is 
they even talk at some point when he's like, oh, I need to go after the mini FO. Um, the little flying saucers that scout for the aliens. Right. Uh, they call them mini FOs. Um, he's like, oh, I equipped it with uh, some missiles. And I'm like, so, some missiles? What the fuck? You went to your local, like, where is this, Russia? You just went to the local market and bought, like, like, <laughs> like, uh, fighter, like fighter jet missiles? I don't know how rich these farm kids are. Um, and I think Koji is also one of the kids of this farmer dude, but like an adult. Like yeah, yeah, that was kind of that 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 was the vibe that I got too. And so they they help out um uh Mexican neighbor guy. They help out Mexican neighbor and then a weird long conversation about the deteriorate deteriorating state of the road. Um yeah, yeah. So, so Mexican neighbor is all like lament is getting chastised by old man for like cutting through his property, and he's like, "Well, I have to because the bus doesn't come to my farm." And then the old man goes on about how the reason why it doesn't go to his farm is because like the road to his farm he has let fall into like complete disrepair. And as I'm watching this, I'm like, "What the fuck does this have to do with anything?" What does there's like two minutes of fighting aliens and like 25 minutes of people talking about things that don't relate to aliens or the show whatsoever. Yeah. I shit you not. The camera even like kind of pans out as the old man gestures towards the road that leads to Mexican neighbor's house. And they like drew or they, they like show that there's like, like it's overgrown and there's like dirt everywhere and there's potholes and stuff like that. And I'm like, what, what the fuck? What am I watching? <laughs> I, what does this have to do with anything? And, and so it, you could watch any five minutes of this and be mistaken to think that this is a slice of life, like living out in the country anime. Well, and you know, before he, the old man like helps Koji, like jumpstart his, his UFO. Well, and speaking of the old man, so the old man, like, does the, you know, the the rational thing and, like, quite literally, like, oh, I forgot about this. Quite literally escalates uh, the, the situation between him and Mexican neighbor to attempted murder. So what ends up happening is Mexican neighbor starts running down the, no, um, wants to get to school faster because he yeah. missed the bus. And he runs and he steals a horse because they're they're like they live on a ranch. Yeah. And the dad is like, horse thief, stop, stop. Oh, you you won't get away with this, you piece of shit. And now a scene, by the way, this scene is longer than any UFO battle <laughs> in the like I, this whole anime, you could have convinced me up to this point that this whole anime is just about like this old rancher man and his like shitty neighbors. I and his psychotic reactions to to be fair horse thievery is like a pretty um uh serious like crime so he gets on a horse and chases him and lassos him off the other horse like fucking red dead redemption around the neck tries to hang him then, in a tree and then drags him for like a hundred feet to the tr like uh what's it called when you're like dragging someone behind a a vehicle or a horse like that that's really illegal so he drags him by the neck over tries, to a tree tries to lynch him 
Actually, people, like, he throws the other end over and then like gets ready to pull. And I'm like, dude, the Mexican guy's bigger than you. That, that's not how physics work. Right. And he starts pleading with the old man not to kill him. And then if you thought you had this show figured out, the bus pulls up. It came back, I guess. And the kids get out of the bus and they're like, hey, dad, stop trying to kill our Mexican neighbor. <laughs> And he's like, but he stole a horse. And it's like, don't you think that the the local authorities um, would try you for this is actual dialogue? I'm not exaggerating here. Everything we said is true. Don't you (laughs) think the local authorities would charge you for murder? Yeah. And then the dad gets angry and upset and lets go of the. And I is this is this the part where the audience laughs? I'm like. And he's like, okay, fine. I won't lynch our Mexican neighbor today. What the f- <laughs> good thing the bus driver like came back. I, which is probably a third different bus driver at this point. Who fucking knows? <laughs> These kids. Oh. And this is like this half is the first the episode. like five minutes of the episode. Well, oh, sorry, not half of the episode. This is like yeah, this is minute to minute. You cannot predict. I will give it this. You cannot <laughs> possibly predict what the next minute is going to be about. And uh, so we get introduced to like the the evil bad. He's some like evil alien guy. And whose name is Blackie. Whose name is Blackie. He's <laughs> uh, a dark skinned evil gremlin looking dude who's trying to kill Grandizer, and his name is Blackie. And he seems to be taking orders from some woman who emerges from a dude's face. So there's a golem who can talk and seems to have his own personality, his own identity. But this small little red dressed and red haired woman with like long red hair emerges from the face repeatedly, like some gag joke to like say her two cents before the golem's face closes. And she retreats back inside. It's like a... Um, and all three of them are having a conversation, but every time she talks, the face opens. It's like a cuckoo clock. It, yes. Yeah. <laughs> kind of. The face opens, she says some shit, it closes, the fucking golem says some shit, the other guy says some shit, and this is how they have a conversation. I'm like, lady, leave. <laughs> Get out of your mech, your, your golem thing. Also, why is she small? Or are they really big? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> The show doesn't give you any indication. It could it could be both. She could be really small and they could be really big. Yeah. Um, but anyways, they literally say, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go and just wreck shit and blow stuff up. To find in the last place. Um in the last place um that Grendizer was to make him show up. That's our trap. By the way, the the villain's motivation for everything in this show appears to just be, we need to destroy Grendizer. Why? Because Grendizer good, we bad. The amount of resources, yeah. <laughs> the amount of resources <laughs> they lose trying to fight must be in the billions per week. Because mm-hmm. they lose a lot of spaceships trying to fight this guy. And I'm like, why? Yeah. And I'm sure it's established throughout the anime or whatever, but like... Like, you watch a random episode of Power Rangers, and, like, you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. Like, she wants to take over the world. 
she reminds you every episode. Rita. Yeah, yeah. Her plans for world domination, but the Power Rangers stand in her way. Yeah, Power Rangers keep uh, getting in the way. And so once they decide to, like, go all, like, completely scorched Earth. Oh, by the way, they actually go and attack, like, a city full of, like, presumably tens of thousands of people. And you see whole skyscrapers, whole cityscapes in ruins with, like, really bad, like, background, like, animations of, like, thousands or hundreds of people running away. Like, they're killing thousands of people. Yeah. And that seems to... That that doesn't concern Duke Grandizer's uh, pilot, yeah, um, or like the uh, organization he's working for, but it does concern Koji. <laughs> so he, um, like a lawnmower, um, like <sighs> tries to start up his old like shitty like homemade flying saucer, and he gets his dad to push it. Yeah, like kind of like you're you're trying to get like a like a, like a vehicle like going. So he he goes to um, presumably what is Grandizer HQ. They call it something in the show. I can't remember like the yeah. space like like space defense force or something like something that. Something like that. Something yeah. like that. It's not that exactly, but it's something. It's like, like that. in a dam or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's in a dam. Uh, so he goes there. And uh, Duke is there along with a character they call Professor. Yeah. And uh, he and at least in the very least, I'm like, oh, say no more. I know what's going on here. So the so the professor like uh, gives Duke and Koji like the the lowdown on like what the 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 Vega, the Vega army. Those are the names of the aliens. What they're up to. And. For some reason, for reasons that weren't particularly clear, uh, Duke says, like, oh, I'll go deal with it. And Koji is like, no, we can't risk it. I'll take care of this. And Duke's like, okay, sure. (laughs) So while they're killing thousands of people, (laughs) like a big ass city is being like raised to the ground to lure Grandizer out. Koji goes home. Uh, please take your time race home on on a horse or whatever you're doing um gets up his shitty like ufo homemade ufo which his dad literally helps him get into the air by pushing yep and he goes like push starting a a, a car with standard transmission yeah he's push starting a car and uh he goes and fights some aliens and does pretty well and my favorite part about this where i actually went (laughs) and i actually like laughed out loud is koji's dodging lasers as one does yeah uh you know like the uh maybe they're plasma bolts or whatever but he's dodging them um but he's shooting more advanced ufos mind you out of the air with missiles i feel like that doesn't track no, I feel like if you can dodge a laser or plasma shots or whatever with these UFOs, you could dodge lasers, presumably moving at the speed of light. Well, let's say they're plasma bolts. Um, but he's he's kicking their butt until he isn't. Until he isn't, and he gets shot down, and he crashes. Well, he gets netted. 
which made me laugh a second oh, fucking right, time. Right, it's this like energy <laughs> net, this glowing like energy net. Lasers that travel at the speed of light. No, no, no. <laughs> let's let's catch them with a big energy net, and then they just like cook them. He's yeah. just trapped in this net in the air, and all the UFOs like surround him and just shoot their beams at him. And he's like, ah! And then for whatever reason, they let him out of the net, and he crashes on an island. And from there, Duke, back at uh, Grandizer HQ, is all like, or uh, the professor is like, oh, we, we lost his signal. We can't find him. And then Duke is like, I'll go save him. Grandizer, go. And it's like, okay, so like, why didn't you just go out to be, like, was the whole thing with Koji being like, no, you stay here, just specifically so he could get shot down, like, in the plot and have duke come and save him were they like testing his piloting skills well Meanwhile, then, there's like go help the fucking like search and rescue at least there's like a whole city they don't even talk about the city by the way anymore it just shows like the city in fucking ruins <laughs> on fire right no get fucked people yeah and um so grandizer goes out to help him and uh Koji. Earlier in the episode, he slipped something in Koji's pocket. And I'm like, what the fuck? Did he just cop a feel? <laughs> Which we now find out was a tracking device. Oh, okay. I missed that. And he wasn't able to communicate with HQ because there's no cell towers on the on the island that, that the ham radio doesn't work or whatever. But Grand uh, Duke can find him because of the tracking device because of the tracking device and yeah. indeed koji is fucking hurt like he gets out of the ship he's I'll like give the show limping he's bleeding out like it's actually showing blood yeah so he's got internal organ damage he's holding his arm which presumably his like shoulder or collarbone or something is shattered yeah right and he's like limping and he there's this part where he's like looking up at the sun and he's like oh man what a way to die and i'm like don't look at the sun like there's this there's a shot where it shows the sun it shows his face it shows the sun and he's like wow what a way to die and i'm like on a on a island paradise like staring at the sun and he's like oh i gotta and he starts like sweating because the sun's so hot on this island and yeah. i guess and uh he's like I, I gotta repair the ship and so he just like starts repairing it i guess he tries to yeah he and tries so, to and so a duke shows up to uh to rescue koji and <laughs> as koji is like passing out in his pa arms pa passing out is like bleeding out and presumably has like internal hemorrhaging going on uh duke's first thought isn't to take him back to grandizer hq and get him immediate medical attention wait yeah that's a good fucking point no what he does is he dies as koji the, wakes up he dives into the water and goes fishing and has a fucking cookout on the beach as koji is dying so koji <laughs> regains consciousness as the sun is setting still clutching his like chest and arm and looks over and duke they're both in their like uh super sentai like outfits by the way yeah. um there's like a little fire pit and like a little um What's it called? Um, spit with yeah. like a fish or something on it. And he's like, oh, wow. Who would have thought like, uh, how does an alien know how to cook fish and clams? 
And okay, one, this is fucking stupid. Bring him back. He needs medical <laughs> yeah. like care. And I made the joke. This this is we were going back and forth as because I was like live reacting to this with Christopher. Um, I was like, oh, it's like DD, you know? You just use some camp supplies, rest for the night, and have a long rest, and your HPs all come back. All wounds are healed. All all <laughs> wounds are healed. And um He's like, well, yeah. Uh, and so from that point on this scene, I will give the show credit for is probably the only deep thing. Maybe every episode has a moment like this, but he's like, oh, well, like, see, um, see your uh, your star like setting. And he's like, yeah, he's like, oh, it looks just like it. Sunset looks just like it does on my planet. And he's like. So what you're saying is like you have oceans and stuff where you're from and like the oceans and stuff have like fish and other things. And he's like, that's right, my dude. Yeah. And he, they point to what I maybe I wasn't paying attention to a star. And he's like, and we have the like, that's the, the brightest star in our sky, too. Yeah. And I, he's like, I don't we, know. There's like a we, yeah. we, we call it the, the blah, blah star. What do they call it on your planet? Why they we called it the blah blah star on my planet too. Actually, and then they go, ah, ha, ha, ha. and I'm like, <laughs> I've never heard of this star. <laughs> like, it's not the North Star. It's not like Polaris. They call it. They call it. I, I can't even remember what they call yeah. it. Or maybe we're just ignoramuses, and it's the same. It is a real star, but um, apart from like the, the really bad dialogue, and we didn't watch a dub. Like we didn't watch like this tune five like thing like we we watch it in japanese with subtitles um that way we get the real scoop uh but well wouldn't you know it as they're reminiscing about the stars and the, the sun is like setting and they can see stars coming out the, the the brightest stars you could see first as the sun goes down um oh oh gosh it's it's time to spring the trap but here's the weird thing and i skipped this and i wanted to point it out because it's another thing that made me laugh as Grandizer's approaching the island before he sa- saves Koji, <laughs> um, the aliens, the the uh, Blackie, uh, yeah, the vegans, the the vegans, if you will, uh, the vegans are like, um, oh, he's fallen right for our trap. We'll watch for now, and we'll spring our trap later. Fucking why? What do you mean watch? Like fapping in a corner, watching. Did you do you remember that? We'll watch for now. And I'm like, okay. So that they can have this heartwarming moment as the sun sets. Thanks, vegans. The aliens in the show literally are called the vegans. <laughs> the vegan army led by King Vega. And uh also led by generals Blackie and Gandal. So Blackie and Gandal for leading the vegans. <laughs> and there's a sentence that's never been said before. <laughs> <laughs> and so now they spring their trap. How nice of them to allow this um, like cool uh, bonding moment <laughs> between Koji and, and Duke. <laughs> um, and uh, there's actually some cool scenes as like Duke is fighting the aliens on foot and struggling to get back to his ship. Like he's like punching them and throwing them over and like hiding and they've got ray guns and stuff. 
but he so, does get back to the ship. He does get back to the ship. And it's Grendizer go time. We oh, uh, we didn't talk about Goro Goro. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Goro Goro the monster. Goro Goro is a Beyblade with spikes on the sides. <laughs> uh, but so the- also, <laughs> two dragon heads come out of the top and bottom, yeah. or the sides, depending on how he's oriented. Yeah. So that's the monster that uh, King that uh, General Blackie has General Blackie against. Lawless. And by the way, we're not like doing a play on. Is it lawless? <laughs> uh, doing a play on uh, words like they phonetically they say the that Blackie Lawless is the name of a singer. Oh, I think he's the. Look, uh, it, I think he's the frontman of Wasp. Oh. Uh, yep. Yeah, Blackie Lawless is. Uh, uh, an American singer, songwriter, and musician, best, no- best known as the lead singer and rhythm guitarist uh, for heavy metal band Wasp. So, General Blackie Lawless. Yeah. <laughs> so, there we go. And um, Duke hates, met- hates metal. There we go. That's why they're after. They're after them. Yeah. Um, anyway, so we, we find out that... Uh, I think this is the first time we see that Grandizer is not only a UFO robot, but is also is not only a UFO, but is also a UFO robot. So a robot body comes out of the flying saucer. And yeah, it doesn't transform. It comes it comes out, out of, of the saucer, yeah. And you can kind of see its head poking out when it's you can and, see the toys. And and its arms are very like comically wrapped around the saucer. You could tell they made the toy and then like made the anime to emulate how the toy would fit into it right right um what's hilarious is the screen it starts playing like music with like a japanese man singing um as was the fashion at the time um go grandizer go like that that kind of like music yeah. and that weird tube scene where um it shows like him go down the the chair rotates and he goes into the head. Yeah. And then later on, when he gets back in the UFO, it shows it like do the opposite thing. And I'm like, is well, that important? <laughs> it's a pretty iconic uh, thing from Grandizer. Uh, folks, it there is, was, yeah. actually, there was a Grandizer video game that just came out uh, uh, a few months ago that I actually really want to play. Um, and even in the game, like he does, the, the chair like goes down and into like the robot head. But if you notice, so the chair is at like the top. Yeah. It's at the, the top of the head. And it goes down. And it goes and... down a um like a tunnel. Yeah. The chair, when it gets to the bottom of the tunnel, the chair turns around, goes forward, and then turns back forward again. And then it I... goes. Yeah. At, so it's like, why did the chair need to rotate when it hit the bottom? I I wasn't going to talk about that, but it's a nitpicky detail I fucking noticed like right away. And I'm like, one, why does it why not just have the cockpit in the head all the time? Yeah. And two, because like he can only fly the UFO when Grendizer's in it. Yeah. And like, why does he do this weird? Actually, I think I think the saucer is like remote controlled when Grendizer when the robot isn't in it. That's just me going okay, by, by okay. memory from watching the show, like literally like 35 years ago. 
Um, now I'll give it this. There's a part where Grendizer is thrown onto the ground, and I sent you a, a uh, in the Discord. I sent the screenshot. There are lots of close-up shots of the UFO when it's in like roly-poly mode with its spikes out, slamming into Grendizer's groin. Yeah. Did you notice that too? Like a lot. There's yeah. one where he's on his gr- on the ground. And it's like hitting him. I posted that in the uh, in the Discord. Um, yeah, there it, it is. Grendai in typical like Japanese anime fashion. Uh, uh, Duke yells out the names of attacks that Grendizer do, and some of, they're so fucking stupid. Like one of them is literally shoulder blades. <laughs> it's like, so holy. when he finally starts like amping up and like fighting back, this epic music starts playing. And um, he just starts using all the moves, all the moves. And I guess it was really popular at the time to just name all of these different moves. But yeah, one is just those little decorative like blade things on his shoulders. He just says shoulder blades and he shoot out like boomerangs and land back on his (laughs) his shoulders. (laughs) And then uh, something... Uh, completely perplexing happens. So the Goru Goru is like getting the upper hand against Grandizer. Grandizer is like on right. the ground. And then Koji You're shows gonna up. They're going to finish him off. They're going to finish him off. Koji shows on up foot. with this tiny ass like little grenade and says that he's like, hold it. There's enough explosives in this to blow up this entire island. And for whatever. If you kill me, it'll go off. And for whatever reason, uh, Blackie Lawless is like, Goru, Goru, stand down. And I'm like, why do you give a flying fuck about blowing up this island? This isn't their base, by the way. No, this is just a random island. This is just a random random island. Um, And the reason they're on the island is because Koji led all the aliens away from civilization to fight them over the open water, uninhabited areas. But it's like they've been going all like scorched earth, like... For the entire oh, yeah. episode. So who like Koji is just holding up like this little grenade and I, Blackie, or something. Blackie is like, oh, hold on, stand down. Whoa, 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 dude, 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 don't do anything crazy. Dude, <laughs> dude, we all want to walk out of here alive, right? And he's like, I'll do it. I'm fucking crazy. I'll do it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> I... <laughs> but like you guys are in UFOs. You just fly up into the air and sh- yeah. And so he gets them to stand down long enough. And then Grendizer's like, psych losers, and gets up and like does all of his moves. All of his like super shoulder moves like, blades. Shoulder blades. And then like lightning. Like, like the lightning the shoots off of his head. That's his like finishing move. And then when the aliens are Blackie's like, curse you. Grandizer, you've beaten us again. And uh, he retreats. And uh, there's a, like a, a bro moment between Koji and and Duke where he's like, man, those are some fancy things. Those are way more advanced and cool than my, my missiles. And he goes, <laughs> you're all right, kid. You're all right. And yeah. then they fly back? Question mark? The, the, the ship is repaired and they both fly back and they're yeah. in 
Grandizer and shitty homemade UFO. Yeah, it's it it's even shittier than the um than the UFO that Blair was was rebuilding in John Carpenter's The Thing. <laughs> we, we'll never know because we never saw that that thing fly around. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't remember exactly what happens at the end of the episode, but that's basically the gist of it. I, right? I don't either. They 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 fly away and. I'm sure some stuff happens after that. And they they all lived happily ever after. Anyway. That I was... want to know if Mexican Neighbor caught up to high school daughter and why, why he wanted to do that in the first place. We'll never know. We'll never know. And uh, on that note, uh, Cal, you just uh, caught a random episode of <laughs> I UFO- sure did <laughs> of UFO Robot Grandizer. <laughs> Are you going to be tuning in again? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I'll preface this: so we have fun deconstructing this, but I will never ever watch another episode <laughs> of Grandizer from the seventies. Um, there's a it's being rebooted. Um, I'll definitely again, I'll check that out. Yeah, there's ridiculous parts in it, um, like him being attacked by a giant spiked yo-yo in the crotch for multiple <laughs> multiple shots and different camera angles, which is weird that they would specifically the crotch. It's very strange. There's a lot of um, head scratching moments in this show. And they clearly can animate cool robot battles that show damage. And they, but like, like the bluff with the grenade. <laughs> what? It's just, it feels like it was one dude. I don't know. It's just wild that like no five minutes connect to the next five minutes. And from what I've seen of 70s anime, that, that kind, that's kind of part of the course. Mm hmm. Um, I, this, what, what about you? Would you, would you tune in next week? Absolutely not. I'm, okay. I'm glad I got the opportunity to revisit this some 35 years after I used to watch it as a young child, but, um, what an episode though. We have abusive father lynching, attempted um, murder, att- <laughs> horse thieving, um, <laughs> Uh, vegan genocide. Just des- um, deciding to go fishing and have a beachfront cookout while your friend is dying. Uh, m- yeah, maybe Duke doesn't understand what is lethal for humans, and he's like, "Oh, don't worry, your like kidneys are just um, are punctured." <laughs> and then he's like, uh, "Duke, that can like that can kill us." Duke's like, "Oh." I just thought you'd, you know, then you wouldn't be able to pee through them anymore. But we don't pee out of our kidneys. What? <laughs> and it's just, it's also weird because like Duke and Koji are like drawn as like beautiful boys. And then the girl is like a beautiful girl. And then the caricature of the dad and the little child, like the, the dad's this short, grumpy, like balding, ugly, like looking like thing. Same with like Mexican neighbor. So much of the episode had nothing to do with what I assume the show is about that. It, 
Yeah, most of the episode had nothing to do with UFOs, robots, or Grandizer. Literally the name of the show. He is in Grandizer in the last five minutes of the episode. Yeah. If that. And half the time he's being like groin, like crotch attacked by like a giant spiky dragon yo-yo. But hey, baffling got shoulder blades. Shoulder blades. And so oh, I remember when the choices. dragon heads flew off of the necks and could independently fly around and bite him. My favorite is when it bites him around the neck. And Duke is like, ah, oh, oh, struggling to like pull it off of his neck. And I'm like, it's a robot neck. Why are you acting like you're choking? Right. <laughs> I like the I like the struggle, okay. <laughs> I like to it's called um being immersed, filthy casuals. How do you how do you pilot your giant giant Mac? Well, we'll we'll never know. Anyway, that was episode 80 of the Lasercomb podcast. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. Uh, $5 tier gets you a commentary track, an exclusive podcast, and the ability to uh, pick a show for us to review a random episode of on this very podcast. So if you want to get in on that, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb. Uh, join our Discord. There's a link in the description, as always, of every single episode. And, uh, Cal, you got anything you want to plug? Uh, anything I want to plug? Uh, yeah, join our Discord. I don't know about Siege, but uh, I'm kind of like checked out of social media in uh, yield 2020s. Um, we actually like respond and interact on Discord. Um, I'm on Dork Tales um, on Wednesday nights. I play Vampire the Masquerade in costume, voice acting, all of that stuff. Um, yeah, other than that, like, there's this clips of the, the show that uh, that Siege edits on on TikTok, which I actually think are pretty pretty good. Um, <laughs> I'm on TikTok as Neo underscore Cal uh, with a K and. Uh, yeah, I'm Neo uh, Mini FO, which I just realized. I forgot I changed my name. Oh, I had no idea. I'm Neo Mini FO, and you're Siege Dizer Go. <laughs> Siege Dizer Go. <laughs> oh, Neo Mini Mini UFO. Minu Minu Fu. And um, but but since Siege just chose a uh, a show um i pulled up ye old list of things that i want to watch uh together and it has a bunch of movies and tv shows on it and i was like you know what gargoyles gargoyles long awaited but we're I've, doing it i've got stuff to say about gargoyles i assure you oh shit all right to say now to figure out which uh, episode of Gargoyles we're going to watch. going to sc hit screen share. Looks like there's 78 dun-dun-dun episodes. Uh, yeah, one random number between 1 and 78. Here we go. Here we go. Where it stops. Hopefully not in Season 3, because Season 3 apparently isn't very good. 36. 
36. Solidly in season two. Um, oh, geez. 32. A season part two. three, huh? Episode... <laughs> or Say did what? you roll 36 or 32? Um, 36. Oh, oh okay. Oh, Avalon part. No, okay, we're re-rolling. <laughs> we, so long... Long ago, we used to um, suffer through multi-parts, but uh, suffer, we shall not. No, I don't have the patience for that anymore. No. It's also awkward. 37. <laughs> <laughs> You're not. There you go. Perfect. Just go up one. <laughs> Just go up one. Okay. So 37 in a row. Uh, 37 in a row. Shadows of the past. The Magic of Avalon, as the first episode of the Avalon World Tour story arc in Gargoyle, sends the travelers, Goliath, Angela, Bronx, and Elisa, to where they, quote, need to be. And they land on the shores of the ruins of Castle Wyburn. Okay. Well. If you say so. There you have it. Oh, shit. I'm hitting the wrong buttons here. Anyway, we'll be back, uh, not next week, because I'm going out of town. So we'll be back in a couple of weeks with that. And until then, I've been The Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Neo Cal, your other host. Uh, thanks for listening. We will grandize, grandize we'll shoulder you. blade you later. <laughs> we'll shoulder blade you next week. Uh, bye-bye. Bye-bye.